This is Stu Epperson from the Truth Talk podcast, connecting current events, pop culture, and theology. And we're so grateful for you that you've chosen the Truth Podcast Network. It's about to start in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, and please share it around with all your friends. Thanks for listening, and thanks for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. Welcome to The Masculine Journey. We are very glad to have you with us this week. I, uh, you know, I have every reason to be fearful (laughs) 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 of our topic today. You know, we've been talking about this topic of fear, and we've been, I don't know, dialoguing for what, like the last hour, hour and a half? Oh, yeah. You know, and and I don't know, quite honestly, where we're going to land. God does. Yeah, but I know we're going to land somewhere outside of fear because we promised this week <laughs> we would move past fear, and God's going to help us honor that promise, I believe. Yeah, and with a really neat topic to go with it, love. Love, exactly. You know, we, we did have that, that clip, I think it was last week or the week before. We've been doing fear for so long, I can't remember when the clips were, but I think it was last week that Darren had had from the, the, the school timeline. There was right. love and there was fear. <clears throat> Right, and so you're moving towards one direction or towards the other, and so we're going to expand more this week on the the topic of love and how that really does help us get to the point where fear becomes less and less of a reality in our life. I don't know that we're ever going to escape fear while we're still breathing on this earth. There's always going to be opportunities for that, but I think that it becomes less and less the more we learn how to love and walk with Jesus through it. It's like an invitation to initiation. And as you're loved more, then you fear less. You get on that continuum, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and you move towards love and less towards fear. But I I love that, you know, the way things happen is this was Darren's topic. Yeah. And does anybody hear Darren this morning, this evening? At all. Yeah. Yeah. He's bailed, and so here we are, Andy. Like Bueller, Coon, Coon, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coon. Yeah, Darren Coon. Are you here, Darren? Darren, hello, hello. <laughs> Apparently, he's out. But yeah, no. yeah, he, you know, sick dog, something. I don't know what it was, but yeah, that was what it was. Sick <laughs> dog. <laughs> but like everything, you know, Fred's like to give each other hard times. So I hope his dog's doing well. And, He'll be back next week. And so, Robbie, it's really good to have you back. It's been a few weeks since you've been with us. And it's great to be back, yeah. especially on this topic, which just really just clear. It's always been one of my favorite verses, you know, it, and, and one I've spent a lot of time at because, you know, just understanding it seems beyond understanding. And, mm-hmm. But no doubt there seems to be such an invitation here to, to, to be loved and be accepted mm-hmm. uh, rather than be fearful that, <clears throat> you know, there's all these passages in the Bible that say, you know, a lot will come to me and say, you prophesied in my name and you did all this, you know, but get away from me, you evil, you know. So I never knew you, right, Jim? 
I was wondering what the evil you know was. <laughs> I was going to look that up in Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well played. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So, Robbie, what is the verse that we're talking about, you know, that uh, that we're throwing out there? We said there's a verse. You know, what is that verse? It, go ahead, Andy. It's Andy, first, you got it. First John 4, really, it's 18, but 17 also kind of goes with it, kind of sets it up. Can you just read it? <laughs> well, I could. <laughs> it's, just ask me. I can, I can tell you. It's the, I'm, I'm going to read it. Oh, go read, ahead, I'm going to read, read it, it in the Amplified because I, I like the that version, and, and, and I'm – I'm reading it. Uh, you gave me the mic, so I'm reading it if I can find it here. So it, it, talking about um, us and our relationship with God in this union and fellowship with him, love is completed and perfect with us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment with assurance and boldness to face him because he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist. But perfect, complete, full-grown love drives out fear because fear involves involves the expectation of divine punishment so that one who is afraid of God's judgment is not perfected in love, has not grown into a sufficient understanding of God's love. Okay, so as, as you read through that, you know, obviously it's talking a, a big portion about, you know, um, judgment. Right, mm-hmm. and so to be afraid of judgment, you know, the, the, to walk in loving relationship with God is what cures that, right? But what mm-hmm. about the, today's everyday fears? Is it still true that love drives out fear? I mean, is well, it, I, you know, you experience that with your children, mm-hmm. you know, all the time. Kids get scared. Mm-hmm. Grandkids get mm-hmm. scared. You know, I can see the expression on my daughter's face right this minute when she discovered that she'd tested positive for COVID and, you know, here we were. And she was terrified. And I happened to be the only person up and God called me right that moment to to love my daughter well and, and to, to share with her that, you know, God wasn't going to make a mistake. It wasn't going to be, oops, you gave COVID to Robbie and you gave COVID to your mother and you gave COVID, you know, this is going to be a oops. You know, God's got all this and it's all going to be okay. And I watched her, you know, this is 31 year old daughter. Excuse me, Tess, I'm sorry. She's 29. Now you go to fear. Yeah, now I got something to fear. But anyway, you know, I watched her go from that place of, just terror to, you know, it, it, a sense of at least some security that, that that I'm loved regardless of the of the outcome of of the circumstances, and oh my word, I mean, I I just feel like that was a present from God. She turned out to be okay, and we're all okay, but it was a present from God to be able to be there with her at that moment and experience that together. I wouldn't have chosen it. If somebody had said, here, do you want to be the one? Um, but at, now looking back on it, like that will be a memory I will never forget. Yeah. And so love, when God brings it, that love through you, can help others move past fear. Mm-hmm. It can help you move past fear. And we'll go ahead and try to get a clip in from Shrek so we can get a laugh track in. <laughs> but uh, in this, I want you to really think about is the donkey acting towards Shrek in love, and is he going at Shrek's fears? 
So we pick up the scene, Donkey's building a wall and Shrek in Shrek's swamp in Shrek's eyes and Donkey says our swamp. And let's just hear that interchange plays out. But think about is Donkey acting in love towards Shrek and is he working on Shrek's fears? Donkey? What are you doing? I would think of all people you would recognize a wall when you see one. Well, yeah. But the wall's supposed to go around my swamp, not through it. It is, around your half, see? That's your half and this is my half. Oh, your half. Hmm. Yes, my half. I helped rescue the princess. I did half the work. I get half the booty. Now hand me that big old rock, the one that looks like your head. Back off. No, you back off. This is my swamp. Our swamp. Let go, donkey. You let go. Stubborn jackass. Smelly ogre. Fine. <laughs> Hey, 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 come back here. I'm not through with you yet. Well, I'm through with you. Uh-uh. You know, with you, it's always me, me, me. Well, guess what? Now it's my turn. So you just shut up and pay attention. You are mean to me. You insult me and you don't appreciate anything that I do. You always push me around or pushing me away. Oh, yeah? Well, if I treated you so bad, how come you came back? Because that's what friends do. They forgive each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're right, donkey. I forgive you. For stabbing me in the back! Oh! You're so wrapped up in layers, onion boy, you're afraid of your own feelings. Go away. See? There you are, doing it again, just like you did to Fiona. And all she ever do was like you. Maybe even love you. Love me? She said I was ugly. A hideous creature. I heard the two of you talking. She wasn't talking about you. She was talking about... Uh, somebody else. She wasn't talking about me? Well, then who was she talking about? Uh-uh, no way. I ain't saying anything. You don't want to listen to me, right? Right? Donkey! No! Okay, look. I'm sorry, all right? <sighs> I'm sorry. I guess I am just a big, stupid, ugly ogre. Can you forgive me? That's what friends are for, right? Right. Friends? Friends. Okay, so how does Donkey come after Shrek in love in this clip? I'm asking you guys. Answer that for me. Harold? I think he's telling him that he doesn't need to isolate himself from the rest of the world mm -hmm. just because he thinks he's an ugly ogre that there are parts of him that people can love. Absolutely. Jim, what about you? I found it kind of interesting that he was loving on him by building a wall yeah. between them, which is, you know, sounds counterintuitive, but that's exactly what, you know, Ogre was doing, what Shrek was doing. Yeah. And that was his response to, okay, I'll show you what it feels like. And God does that to us with some frequency, or at least to me, because I can be a stubborn donkey. If you think about Shrek's story, now, Robbie, did you have input? Go ahead. Well, I'm actually, the thing that I find fascinating mm -hmm. is that the underlying thing that donkey feels is friendship. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is my friend, and no matter what, you're my friend. And, and you sense that throughout the clip that 
right now your behavior is really upsetting to me, but at the end of the day, you're my friend and friends forgive each other. So he's giving the invitation to Shrek that we can rebuild this relationship, even though he's obviously reflecting back to him what he's experienced. Yeah, and he's taking that risk despite that rejection. He's going after his heart regardless with love. Yeah, when you when you look back at what's happened in the movie, right? And again, this is a kid's movie of a donkey and an ogre and all these other things. But he knows Shrek's story. He knows where Shrek has been wounded. He knows that, that Shrek's been isolated the whole time. And he refuses to let him live there. Right to the point where he's going to invade his swamp and build a wall right through the middle of it to drive the conversation. Right, I'm going to force this to to come up. Right, and so he may not have used words that you would equate to loving words, but there was not malice in what he was doing. Right, he was speaking love, trying to pull him out of the fear that he was living in, the fear that all those things that people have been saying about me are true. The fear that I'll always be alone, I'll always only be an ogre. All these agreements that he'd been living under, Donkey's coming after those and saying, no, those aren't the deepest truth about you. And here's the love that I have for you. When we come back, we're going to learn more about this love and how Jesus is really the answer to all this. But first, go to MasculineJourney.org, register for the upcoming boot camp coming up November 12th through 15th. Rodney here with another great product from MyPillow. It's the new mattress topper. Get a MyPillow mattress topper and get some of the best sleep of your life. It comes with a 10-year warranty and a cover that's washable and dryable. It's made in the USA and backed with Mike Lindell's 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, save 30%, use promo code TRUTH or call 800-944-5396. And when you do, Mike gives you two standard MyPillows free. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TRUTH or call 800-944-5396. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com, go to smile.amazon.com, There's information on our website there on how to do that. You can go to Facebook.com and click the Donate button, or you can go to MasculineJourney.org and find the Donate button. MasculineJourney.org. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. Now what do we do? Just be yourselves. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. If it feels like every day is picking a fight, then you might want to come listen to The Masculine Journey and find out why we use clips like these to illustrate the story God is telling in the lives of men today. The truth is God designed you to pick a fight, but which fights do we pick? Well, grab your gear and come on a quest every Saturday at noon. And now The Masculine Journey After Hours podcast. Masculine Journey Radio. So we used a Christian song, yeah, Stephen Curtis Chapman, All About Love. It's more of a secular version, but no, it still comes down to the point. It's all about love. It's about God's love, right? And and being able to show that to one another. We just left Donkey in his own way showing love. Now, was that perfect love? Well, I think what Donkey was doing, Shrek didn't want to look in a mirror. So Donkey's holding up a portrait. 
showing him what he could be, not what he thinks he is. Or what he really is, not what he thinks he is. <laughs> right? You know, I love the fact you called him Onion Boy. <laughs> That's probably my favorite part. But, Robbie, was, was this what you would call perfect love? Yeah, well, this is my opportunity to share what I did get to share two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cool. <laughs> so, you remember when we were doing the fear of the Lord and they said that they couldn't remember what I told them? <laughs> <laughs> that it was cool. So I didn't want anybody to miss out on what it was that I was sharing with them is that the word, and, and Jim can say it better, Bereshit, is what is the, the very beginning of the Torah. And it, what it means is in the beginning. And so when Solomon used that to say that in the beginning, he used, he's using a phrase to the Jews is, is highly, like, pay attention. This is the Genesis effect. And so when you understand that it was in fact God that created all this and God has his whole plan and you when you begin to get that you're going to have wisdom now the word that John uses here in this passage where he says perfect love drives out fear is, is translated agape which is the Greek form but fortunately for us we have the Septuagint which gives us an idea of how they used Greek versus Hebrew and so this gives us the Hebrew version of the word agape mm-hmm. which is ahava which <clears throat> From my perspective, and Jim could give you his, but this is the way I would describe that word, which is the Father expressed and the kingdom expressed, which, you know, that's the Sunday school answer. That's Jesus, okay? You want an expression of the Father, well, you get Jesus, okay? But it's not just the Father expressed. It is what what Donkey does here, right? He's showing Shrek that he has this glory that would be really helpful to the kingdom Mm -hmm. were he to walk into what he should be, you know, or how God sees him. And so when we love people, like we see their glory and we begin to call that out in them, that's perfect love because Mm -hmm. that's love that's going to build the kingdom. and, And it's a really, really fun thing when you begin to see that and be able to Use it when you're not so upset that you're freaking out. <laughs> so all you that made fun of Darren and I because we couldn't remember it, go express that to somebody else <laughs> and say what Robbie said was really cool. That's what you'll say because it is really cool. And I do understand it more each time that we go through it. And, and you, I, had the, you had the preview, right? No, no, no. I, I mean that. I, I mean that. Honestly, it's such a great Absolutely. topic. You know, it's just hard for me to grab some of it. But, you know, that, that is really, really cool. The next short verse after what he read the really long version of Amplified. is we love because he first loved us. And yeah. we can be donkey and show love if we recognize the love with which we're loved. And if we don't, all we're really looking for is selfish love in all the wrong yeah. places. Sounds like a country song. Well, you know, when when you're uh, what you were talking about was that perfect love. I don't, you know, start to look into the donkey's heart and know for sure. But what came out? If you look at First Corinthians thirteen and it talks about love, it's love is kind, generous. He probably didn't get into that, but love tells the truth, and he told the truth, and he probably had to use some of those tactics, rough words with Shrek, to get him to listen, to 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 be forceful in it. 
passively saying some of the way some of that in the other way may have not got the same um made the same impact you know the i don't know that god would have told shrek you know the rock looks like your head but (laughs) he may have because he knows that shrek may have had to hear it that way exactly when we talk about being at boot camp and going out and you know when we hear from god we all hear a consistent biblical message but we all hear it in a unique way when you go back and you look to the way Jesus healed, he didn't heal the blind the same way twice, right? In Scripture, he did it several different ways. God deals with us all the way we need to be dealt with. And when I listen to the way Donkey dealt with Shrek, that's what he needed to hear right. and how he needed to hear it. So for that little glimpse of time, I would call that perfect love in that scenario. That's right. And God did come pretty close to saying that about Peter through Jesus. Yeah. He's a little rock. Well, think about times that, that <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's true. That, that God's come to you and he's spoke truth to you, right, about some conviction, right? Not condemnation, mm-hmm. but conviction. I wouldn't say it's the thing I want to hear the most, but it's definitely done in love and you feel it in love. Yeah. Right? So it may not be the words that you hear, it's the motive behind it, right? Mm-hmm. The desire behind it that does it. So, question out there when for you guys here right when has someone or god come at you and through love drove out fear for me i was raised in a church that was fire and brimstone we've talked a lot about that Mm. i understood the fear of god in a very limited way but i had it Mm. you know because he was going to smite me oh smiter you know i mean he (laughs) he was going to knock me down you know to quote you know bruce almighty right i mean I had no doubt that Judgment Day was not a day I was looking forward to, right? Because that's, that's my view of God. Well, fast forward and, and going through more of the gospel, walking in this message, walking in healing and restoration, and walking through conviction and love of God. I don't fear God that way. I respect God. I, the mm. awe I have for God is tremendous. But I'm not afraid of God. Right, you know, because I know God loves me, and I know God's heart towards me is better than my heart towards me. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know, He's better with my heart than I'll ever be. It's because He knows you, yeah. and He's going to give you His very best. I use that all the time in prayer. You know, God use this for our good and Your glory, mm-hmm. and that says most of what we're looking for here. If we trust God, we expect the outcome of everything in our lives, good, bad, or indifferent. I almost said ugly. <laughs> That'd be the ogre. It is he's going to use whatever the situation is for us. And that's where the the trust and love, and we've been using trust synonymously and synonymously. And now Robbie's going to correct me on that. <laughs> no, no, I was going to go after Andy because – um, you know, I've witnessed it in his life that, you know, when Andy started to join the ministry, you know, oh, I'll come to your meetings, but I am not going to be on the radio. I am not ever going to, you know, <laughs> and, and, and not only has he been on the radio mm-hmm. folks, I mean, now he's, he's hosted <laughs> The Christian Cargo radio show on over 100 radio stations. I mean, it's, it, this isn't like, you know, 
baby public speaking. <laughs> I mean, he, he's he's and and so can you speak to how perfect love drove that out, Andy? Yeah, um, that's what I was going to talk about if um, I had the opportunity. But I really don't. I don't like it because I mean I have came a long way, and I and I still am very self aware that I'm not the eloquent public speaker and that kind of thing. But like I told the guys, you know, we've talked about it. We talked about what happens in the boot camps and the and and the talks. It's 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 not my comfort zone. And there's a time where I would have avoided that with all costs. Like Robbie said, that's kind of what my start was. But I think I've mentioned it before. About the same time I came to the Masculine Journey, I also got a job that caused me to do public speaking. Public speaking is supposed to be one of the most feared things out there to do. Most people don't like it. It's not a common thing. And I've got a bunch of professionals around me, and, and it's kind of intimidating. But with that being said, God has put stuff in my heart. And I love him, and I want to share what he's done with me and the fears that I've overcome, not just speaking on the radio, not just boot camps, but other things. Fear of taking on family issues where I would just hide before. Um, Just various things in my life where, you know, I, I feel it's somewhat arrogant to sit there and say, oh, I have perfect love for God, therefore I don't fear. I don't want to sit here and say that. But I think that is there's some truth to that. He wouldn't have put that in there unless it was possible. And I think there's a lot of fears that I've addressed and and taken on and not avoided. See, I think the thing is, is the fear is he just doesn't want us to have disabling fear. He knows we're going to fear. He just doesn't want it to prevent us from extending his kingdom and bringing love to other people. Now, I love, I use this Superman clip. I should have used it for tonight's show where, you know, Superman's learning how to fly and his father's trying to instruct him and he goes, well, you need to keep pushing the envelope to see how strong you've become. You've got to test your powers. Well, you know, God is constantly throwing those tests out there in so many different ways so that we can see what he's done. It isn't something that you've done, Andy, you know that. It was just something that he completely did because... You know, absolutely. I tell him that all the time. Sixteen years ago, when I went to do the Christian Car Guy show, I was absolutely <laughs> terrified. If you would have seen my hands sweating and all yeah, that, I was sitting sorry. there like, "Stu, where are you? You were supposed to be here. What, what is, what is it? I'm doing here all alone, and I've got to do right. this show." I was terrified. But the over a, with no no clothes, right? I mean, exactly. That's, you just feel exactly. undressed. But he did it. Yep, he did it. Amen. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. Okay, good. <clears throat> I love that. You have to be willing. And trusting, and that's your role, right? You have to believe when he tells you that the lies you've been hearing, that you've been right. believing to be the deepest truth about you, isn't the deepest that's truth, right. right? And so there's work you have to do in that equation. Now, he is definitely the catalyst, and he's definitely the healer, and he's definitely yep. the one that gets it done, but you have to be willing to enter into that scary place. I, I agree in that. There's a, something I was talking with friends about the other day. It's a partnership. And the thing that to say, oh, you've heard people say, oh, it's all God. Not, not, not exactly. I mean, if, if it was all about God, he'd just be by himself up there. He, he created us for that um, partnership. That's right. And so the answer to this fear is to walk with God in the midst of it. Right? Say, God, I'm afraid here. I need you to help me. I need you to help me get through this. 
and then let him lead. Or he may ask you to take steps that you don't want to take, but go there with him because he has your best interest in mind. I'm not going to tell you it's going to work out the way that you think it's going to work out, but it'll work out the way God knows it needs to work out for you, for your heart, and for the long run. And that's how we move past that fear is walking in confidence with him. We'll see you next week. This is the Truth Network.